0: Hey what's up everyone Thanks for listening to you had me at Black Has anyone ever told you that you're black but not really black did they say this while discussing hip-hop? If so you can probably relate to Julia's story one day in high school her good friend said this to her while at a party and it awoke a fire in her that hasn't flickered since Stay tuned to hear her story I want you to breathe all the <laughs> This is You Had Me at Black, the podcast where black millennials tell true life stories.
1: So last year, I went to Dolores Park in San Francisco, where really just a couple of black people were just there to hang out, sit in the nice grass and talk about the Black Lives Matter movement. So we're just talking about, you know, the founders and what has been happening recently. And we started to talk about how black lives matter includes all people, it includes black men, and includes black women, black gay people, it includes black lesbian people, it includes black children, it includes black grandmothers and grandfathers, and it is the spectrum, and everyone is included in the black experience. So, really just talking about these things brought me back to when I was a kid and when I was in high school and what I thought blackness was and my black experience. So this story starts when I was in high school in a predominantly white city. So in the summers in between school, I was a lifeguard and I was friends with a really good crew and we've lifeguarded together for about two or three years at this moment. I would hang out with all the time in school and out of school. And there were two people in particular that I was really good friends with. We'll call this one girl, Heather and we'll call this other guy Daniel. So Daniel was this kind of chill kid and he was kind of quiet and kind of awkward but still really fun and he would always slip in some fun little one-liners around us and he was a really fun guy. And my friend Heather was always like a fun, cracking jokes as well we were always kind of rebellious when we were working and sneaking like food from the sn- snack bar whatever it may be so they were kind of like the really fun people that I hung out with as I was lifeguarding so one particular evening after we were all done lifeguarding we all decided to hang out at Heather's house at the house was me Heather and Daniel and a couple of our other friends we're listening to hip-hop music and Daniel says something a little bit funny about the lyrics and So I'm basically kind of playfully making fun of him. And then Daniel says to me Well, Julia you're black, but you're not really black pause So in my brain, I'm thinking this guy did not just say this to me and I was shocked And I didn't really know what to do because I was the only black girl in this room of all these white people. And I didn't know if I should go off. What should I do? I said, that doesn't make sense. How can you tell me that I'm not black? My parents are black. My mom's black. My dad's black. So you can't tell me that I'm not black. That does not make sense. So that's what I told him and he didn't really say anything. He was a little bit shocked that I said something that I kind of stood up for myself. So I was angry because these people were basically saying to me, You're not black because you don't really fit into the mold of what I believe is black through media, movies, whatever it may be. So because I was being a regular kid in a predominantly white town with white friends or people, other people of color, that I was somehow not being black or what they portrayed as being black. So then I got up. And then I left the house because I was just so frustrated. And me thinking back at it now, it was amazing that I actually kind of like had that strength to be like, no, this is not okay. So, fast forward the next day. We all worked every single day of the week in the summer. And I had the early morning shift, and he had an afternoon shift. And I knew he was gonna come in, and he was gonna say something to me. And I'm lifeguarding on stand. And of course, when he comes and he walks over to me and he tries to apologize, he says, you know, I'm sorry for yesterday. What happened? And I just stood there staring straight ahead at the pool and I did not look at him at all and I was still upset. And he said it again, like, I'm sorry for what I did, but... My problem was that he didn't really want to own up to exactly what he said. And I don't think he actually knew the magnitude of what he was saying to me. So I kind of just stood my ground. And I, it's just that I don't want to talk to you. And now I understand that in that moment that I was very strong because I was willing to lose someone who I called my really good friend over something that I really believed in. And I was gonna stand my ground and say, this is not okay. After that incident, it just made me be more conscious of who I befriend and who I thought understood who I was as a person. I think I became more unapologetic about blackness and not trying to kind of dim myself to fit in. So now in my current life, I definitely don't try to fit into a mold of how people think I should behave as a black person. I honestly just believe that blackness is an attribute, a part of who you are and not solely who you are. I think it's important for people to remember that there's such a large spectrum in Blackness in our Black experience, and it's important for us to embrace those things as well. And I think learning from this story, I learned to say no to people that kind of threaten that or question that and just not tolerate that way of thinking in my current life so I think that what I learned from this story is that you can be yourself and you can be black. And I think a lot of people know this. And the reason why I also want to tell this story is because a lot of people have a similar story. We don't really have to fit in a box and we don't have to be labeled as such. And I think part of that happening to me at such an early age kind of springboarded me into
0: believing those things. Thanks for listening to You Had Me At Black. Be sure to check out this episode's description for musical credits. And if you like what you just heard, head to youhadmeatblack.com slash b-side to subscribe to our newsletter and unlock access to exclusive videos, behind-the-scenes interviews, and specially curated music. That's youhadmeatblack.com slash b-side. Peace.